Have you ever been inspired by someone or something? Maybe it was a song, a piece of art, an impressive speech that someone gave one day. Maybe it was the witness of a particular individual who lived their their life, and maybe it was a difficult one, but they persevered, and things went well despite the challenges in a person's life. There can be points of inspiration that we experience throughout our lives, through the things that I mention, and even more. I do believe that we as a people, we as a Christian people, we as citizens of this country, and people who populate this world, I believe that now is the time for inspiration. But not necessarily in the way that you think that I will describe it, but the bottom line is we need to be inspired. What do I mean? I'll take you to the gospel. When Jesus appeared before the disciples, this was on Easter Sunday, they were fearful for their lives, locked themselves up in the upper room because they really didn't quite get the message that Jesus rose from the dead. He didn't have to knock on the door. He walked right through it. It wasn't open. He was Lord and and Savior of the world. He just sauntered right in. And among the things that he did and said while he was with his disciples on Easter Sunday is he breathed on them. He exhaled on them and over them. And they breathed in the very life that Jesus exhaled. They breathed it in. They inspired it within themselves. This is the kind of inspiration that I am talking about. We need to breathe in of the gift of the Holy Spirit that Jesus gave to his disciples. I'm not claiming the Spirit is absent, not at all. I just witnessed to it what I saw this morning. But we need the gifts of the Spirit. We need what the Spirit brings any time in our lives, but especially now in the history of our world, our own experience. Because there is so much that is uninspiring. There is so much that is contrary to God, His will, His way, His laws that we are experiencing today we see the critical need for the inspiration to breathe in deeply of the gift of the Holy Spirit. Remember way back in the the second chapter of Genesis, God had shaped clay into Adam. And what did God do? He breathed into Adam, into his nostrils, and that's when he had life. And this is what I'm talking about. Receiving, breathing in the breath of God so that we would be recreated. Recreated as Christ intended it in his death and through his resurrection. That we be made new. Now, how how can we see that? How can we see that in, in, in the church? How can we see that in the world today? 
There's one beautiful way that we can participate in this breath of the Spirit, of being inspired, of being recreated. And it, it flows from the gospel. After Jesus had breathed on the disciples and he said, receive the Holy Spirit, then, then what he said, those sins that you hold bound on earth shall be bound in heaven, and those sins that you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. If you want to experience Pentecost, the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, if you want to be recreated, and I hope we all do, in the death and resurrection of, of Jesus, one major place we experience that is when we go to confession. The words of absolution that I pray, part of them, says this, that God the Father of mercies through the death and resurrection of his Son has reconciled the world to himself, ready, and poured out the Holy Spirit for the forgiveness of sins. That is powerful. Forgiveness and reconciliation is how we can be inspired by the Spirit and recreated by Him. Makes sense when you just think about it. Think about the world. Think about wars. Think about conflicts. Think about all this polarization that's happening. Forgiveness and reconciliation. That's a way that we breathe in the gift of the Spirit and be inspired by Him. You know, I was thinking about just kind of all that polarization that we find in the world and find in our country today, and really, honestly, how tired we are. We're tired of that. We've thought about before how tired of this pandemic we are and how that's affected our lives, how that's affected our spirit, how that's just affected our attitudes and, and maybe how we relate and how we treat other people. If we are a tired people, if we are a disjointed and polarized people, it's just like when Elijah found those dry bones that God pointed out to him, the, 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 the bones of dead people. There's a, there's a death in us if, if we're disjointed, if we're disunited. There's a death in us if there is chaos that we find in the world or in our lives because it affects us. And the Spirit came to bring all those dry bones back together again and to rebuild what was dead, what was gone in those people who had died and were just bones. The Spirit brought them all back together again. And that's the inspiration that we need now. For the Spirit, to ask the Spirit to bring us together again. To end what is polarizing us. To end the chaos. And to recreate us so that we can live life as God desires us to do, rather than what we might find right now. We're tired. We're tired of it. And the Spirit brings renewal and strength and unity where we find there is none 
Only God can do that. We can't. But God can. Come, O Holy Spirit. Breathe unity into our hearts, into our minds, into our lives. Bring us back to life again. Bring us and unite us together as only you as God can. The breath of the Spirit can do that. You know, in, in, in order for us to find unity with each other, unity in the world, we also have to be one with God. And, and, and that's where the Spirit comes in again. You heard in the second reading, as, as Paul was talking to us about the various gifts that the Spirit brings, teachers, administrators, those who can heal, those who can speak in tongues, interpret tongues, those who can bring people together in terms of their, their, their hospitality, their service. I mean, these gifts of the Spirit are so multi, multiplicitous. It's just many, 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 many gifts. And, and, and those gifts are given to individuals and given to the church in order for us to be unified with each other, in order for us first to be unified with God in our worship and in our service to bring about the practice of love, to bring about the practice of charity with one another, which does unite us together. And, it, it, and the Spirit, through those gifts, the wisdom, counsel, piety, fear of the Lord, oh, wait, understanding, through those gifts that the Spirit gives, then we find ourselves drawn to God through worship of Him and, and, and through the ways that we, we, we think of Him and act upon His life in our world that draws us to God and draws us to one another. All of these gifts join us together in, in one voice, in one tongue, if you will. The voice that speaks the praise of God and speaks in one tongue the name of Jesus, who is our Savior, who is our Lord, who is the one we follow, who is the one we worship, the one that we serve. Through these gifts that the Spirit has given, that are breathed into us, that unites us with God and unites us with one another. Come, Holy Spirit, our prayer can be. Give us the gifts that we need. You can pray for yourself. Give me the gifts that I need, those spiritual, those supernatural gifts, so that I can act upon them to worship, to serve, to praise your name and to love my neighbor as you called me to, as you have been teaching me to. Come, Holy Spirit. Be the aid that we need. Melt the frozen. Warm the chill. Be our inspiration, O Holy Spirit, through the very breath 
of God that you bring, that we breathe in, by which we are inspired. Pentecost was a day, oh, what a day it was, but it didn't end on Pentecost Sunday. It's kind of like graduation. When you graduate, well, it's, it's the beginning, it's not the end. Or those two new priests that we have, Bishop Pates pointed out this today. He said, hey, your ordination, that's just a day, but you've got a lot of ministry and service now for the rest of your life. It's a beginning, he said. And so is Pentecost. It's the beginning of our church. It's the beginning of the gift of the Holy Spirit to just overwhelm, as only God can, the whole world. Pray for that Pentecost in your life. Pray for the gifts in your life. And breathe in the very breath of God.